and had a very sexual undertone yeah. to everything he did. Just so, just like so real so breathy. Yeah. Oh no! Now that you think about it with that context, uh, you're like, I hear it. This is a horny tree. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. I'm just quick on the keys. You know, that's what they call me, Benny Quick Keys. That was so smooth. Welcome back, everybody, to another wonderful episode of Oh Yeah, the podcast about stories that make you go, Oh Yeah. I'm one of your hosts, Benny Putz, and sitting next to me, as always, I'm Ethan Abramson. And across the way here, I'm Ben Weber. Man. Feels good to be back, boys. It Feels really does. So good. Feels wow. real, real good to be back. I am one of your hosts, everyone, Benny Putz. As I mentioned, you can follow me on Instagram at Benny Putz or on Twitter at Benny underscore Putz or on TikTok at Oh yeah, Benny P. You can find me on you can find me, Ethan Abramson, on Instagram at Ethan underscore Abramson. Also, my TikTok is the same handle. Uh my Twitter is at Pasty Boys, P A S T Y B O Y Z Z Z. Beautiful. Snap, yeah, Snapchat's still dead, but I keep getting those sex bot requests. So mm. thinking about advertising it again. I don't know. We'll see how this next week develops. But sexy <laughs> sex bots, dude. <laughs> yeah, and you can find me on Instagram at ben.web.er. That's er. And on the TikTok at Benjamin Webb. Let's go. That. Beautiful. You guys, we got any shows coming up? I do. We all do, actually. Yeah, But I have one at Backline on September 24th with my boy Jeremy Plum. Ooh. And then we will all be at the Backline on September the 25th doing Will Doherty Loves Company. Ow, mm-hmm. ow. Come see the Oh Yeah Boys. Yeah, it's the yeah. Oh Yeah Boys plus uh, another headliner and then maybe one other. Yeah. But we'll all be there. So but if you're in the area. Time, please come and watch us. Yes. This we, is, it's rare. Not an open mic and we're all going to be under the same roof. Exactly. Yeah. On the same show. Getting paid that same comedy money, baby. Mm. Which is zero. Which zero. zero. Yes. Equal yum, opportunity yum, yum. to be zero bucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just happy to be there. Yeah, uh, coming, doing it for the love. <laughs> love the uh, and guys, if you want to help out the show, uh, you can. Give us a follow on Spotify. That is always super helpful. Oh, absolutely. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. Leave us five stars maybe a review and if you could exactly please leave us a review we'll read it on the podcast also just tell a friend please tell your friends mm-hmm. tell your friends who are like you that would enjoy this and let them know and let them know stop hogging it <laughs> yeah you slut <laughs> <laughs> self-share dear god and uh yeah guys uh ethan how was your day <sighs> here uh, let me just pitch a scenario to you are you ever like at your job where you plastic bag Drifting through the wind? It, uh, honestly, wanting to start again, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you ever feel like yeah, Oasis Space? Yeah. What movie did I just watch that that was in? The Interview. The Interview, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, that's <laughs> so funny. Because <laughs> oh, that's where I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, bro. I just listened to a three-hour podcast with Yanmi Park speaking to North Korea, dude. Joe oh. Rogan? That shit was dude. dark, bro. Dark. <laughs> that made me so sad. Yeah. I also like how Joe Rogan, every time she finished a sentence, Joe Rogan was like, <sighs> <laughs> just because it's so it's so much to unpack at once. Yeah, dude. It's like deep and moving, but I'm glad I heard it. Yeah. I think I might rewatch the interview now just to kind of get that nice image of, you know, yeah, Kimmy Jong's back y- in my mind. Dude, with that extra context, it's kind of like Ooh. Oh, bad, yeah. 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 yeah, bad. Yeah, that movie fucking caused an international incident. Yeah. That's right. I think yeah. it did. Cuz Kim was not a huge fan of it. Oh, I wonder why. Turns out, not the best sense of humor, that guy. What? <laughs> <laughs> the Supreme Leader doesn't yeah. like to laugh? But now complain about your day after talking about how awful it is in North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> can I? Look at this holy dog. Go ahead. I don't know if I can in good conscience. No, you can do, do it. it. We're American. Our problems are real. Yeah, yeah you're right. I forgot we are Americans. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> I almost felt bad there. That's other people's problems, dude. Yeah. Dude, I spent my weekend at a lake cabin. <laughs> you know what I mean? God, it must have been such a bad day. Oh, dude. bro. Golly. Yeah. I don't know. My day was bad, but the lake cabin <laughs> scenario was so tight. So tight? Dude, over the weekend on, uh, on the holiday, no, on Sunday, I went to Jenna's or my fiance's family's cabin. Uh-huh. And it's like, 
It was such a good time I'm considering becoming a Republican. <laughs> and I don't know if that makes sense, but the vibe there is like these people complain about how many taxes they pay and also probably complain about migrant workers. Absolutely. You know? But you're like, they have this lake house. But it's like this, this four-wheeler. Like I can just thing. drive this four-wheeler anywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Don't mind if I see do. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. God, just kill me. Yeah, dude. but it was good. But my <laughs> job. Bad day, but good weekend. Bad day, good weekend. That's what we like to hear. Yeah, I had the same bad day with Ethan. Good times. (laughs) Working the old strant, baby. But, um, yeah, my weekend was awesome, too. I went to visit some family up in the Sconce. Good old Wisconsin. Love you guys. And, uh, yeah, just spent some quality time with the niece and nephews and my sister and uh, brother-in-law. You know, Dude, fuck yeah. Just really good time. Seeing family, always good for Ben. Wholesome, yeah. Yeah, I need that. It's like like a little re-up. Yeah, it nourishes you in a way. Yeah, Yeah. I came back with all my positive energy. Dude, fuck yeah. Let's yeah. go, dude. Who would have yeah, thought it was hiding out in Wisconsin this whole time? <laughs> the good old Sconce, man. I'm thinking about moving up there. Wisconsin? We- hey. Wisconsin, man. Listen, yeah. I'm talking to you as a diehard Packers fan. <laughs> if you told me right now that you're moving to Wisconsin, I'd come with you. Let's go, dude. What's that comedy club up there? Madison. Co- comedy uh, comedy on, on State. State? Uh, yeah, say good thing. Mm, maybe they have a <laughs> thriving scene. You never know. Maybe oh, we I could become gone the first. Yeah. Dude. You should have. You yeah. really should have. All right. And Benny, how about you? How was your day? Dude, I had a I had a pretty good day. I uh I had the uh just normal work, you know, went to work, did that. Um Labor Day weekend was a blast. Tonight at Storm Cellar, I know this will go out, but I'm trying a whole new set of jokes tonight at Storm Cellar. Oh, you're going completely go. raw. I'm gonna I just had an idea hit me for a whole set today and I'm like, I'm gonna I need to rip a new idea. I need to get excited about stuff again. I've been running pretty much the same about twenty minutes yeah. at all these open Honestly? mics. Around good the same 20 you, minutes. Good for you trying new stuff out. Yeah, what can I say? Thank you. Good for Ben Putz. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I'm trying new stuff out. I'm just, you know, a young comic trying to make his way in the vicious world of Lincoln comedy. Yeah, the rough and tumble Lincoln comedy open mic scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard out there, man. <laughs> so tough. Bob? Come on. Bill? Bill? Come on. Bob. You're... When you uh, ran raw, raw, Ross. Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Bob Ross, Bob Ross. What a guy, dude. All right. And this week, that is what <laughs> we are talking about. This week, we are talking about Bob Ross. And I'm going to start with a little quote from Bob Ross himself. Uh, they tell you what makes a tree, but they wouldn't tell you how to paint a tree. Wow. Wow. Philosophical. Profound. 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 I was just about okay, to say very deep. Yes. As everyone knows, Bob Ross, the famous painter, uh, he has a reemergence for at least us, where we all kind of feel nostalgic about him, even though the thing that he's famous for was, I'm pretty sure, done and wrapped up long before any of us were born. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but somehow, he has been a figure in pop culture and has just stayed in the community lexicon, I would say, of movies, TVs, and all that kind of stuff this mm-hmm. whole time. Uh, which makes him a great person to talk about. But before we talk about Bob Ross, we should talk about some things and people like Bob Ross. I think we should as well. Be uh, Rizzle. Yeah, dude. Let's first let's hop off with uh, Bill Nye, dude. Do you guys remember Bill Nye? The s- talking about the science guy? Yeah, Bill Hall. Bill, Bill, yeah. Bill. Dude, my favorite thing about Bill Nye now is when he gets in like scientific argument with Christians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my only thing. Yeah. Dude, I was really old when I realized he was not actually a scientist oh yeah yeah it's just a tv personality yeah <laughs> just, dude. just bill the guy really yeah yeah <laughs> it's your bill the guy dude bill guy it is kind of crazy because like even he like later on when like we all found out he wasn't an actual scientist it's like he started believing the lie too though he started yeah. acting like he was a legit scientist yeah and so like <laughs> once you find out he's not you're like wait a, this is weird this is weird what you do, guy. Yeah, it's like a weird hobby. I mean, no one's probably paying him to put on the tie anymore or the lamb coat. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. He just goes to museums <laughs> and just waits for Christian, like, professors or whatever. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Dude, that, just, was, that was the shift because Bill Nye was like, dope, dope, dope. And then, like, it was like, he was like, if you're a Christian, go fuck yourself. And then it was like, oh, that's a hard right turn. Yeah. I even agree with what you're saying, just not the way you're saying yeah. it. <laughs> a little abrasive, <laughs> William or Bill or whatever. Dude, dear God. Is that even his real name? Bill Nye. William Nye. Bill Nye. Oh, I think, Bill it Nye. Is, I think it's William Nye. Mm. Huh. Huh. 
But uh, Benny Bumps, you have any memories tied to old Billy Nye's? Dude, honestly, Bill Nye for me is the same as Bob Ross in the way that he had his time, and then he had kind of a reemergence from like Netflix and stuff like that. That's that's my nostalgia. I was in like college when I knew about Bill Nye. Bill Nye, dude, yeah. I feel similar. He was like a figure that was like big and then kind of disappeared. My connection to him was that I had like a my biology teacher in high school would play his videos every now and then, mm. and it was always dope because it was like, oh, we're gonna watch a Bill Nye video and then do a worksheet. On Bill Nye, and that's all we're doing today, Damn. you know? And it was a good day when you watched Bill Nye. Hell yeah. You get to phone it in in class. Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. We always got a magic school bus. Even through high school, we were getting magic oh, school oh, bus. Lame. What? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> They're like, lame. hey, kiddos. Uh, and they, I think they had, like, a Christian premonition about mm-hmm. Billy. Yeah, We yeah, would have yeah. watched him, but they were like, mm, just something we're about this guy. Yeah, he likes science too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> science show might be too revealing. Needs to be- this scientist needs to believe in science less for us to put him in front of our kids in science class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's more believable? Uh, a bus that turns into a submarine? Yeah, I think that about fits. That yeah. tracks. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That, that is like a totally other, yeah. Well, like a different. That's a farther degree shift in the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if that makes science. sense. Oh no, hundred percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Let's that, go. That is fucking qu- great, dude. Oh, should, we should also talk about a little bit of Robin Williams. Robbie Williams. I think Robin Williams has a similar vibe to Bob Ross, in that sense of like uh, Bob they, Ross's. And they were both in Vietnam. They were both in Vietnam. Exactly. Uh, oh, Bob Ross morning. has that like kind, warm gentle and that's also how i feel whenever like i would watch a robin williams movie he has that like warmness you know to him that Mm. bob ross also has yeah robin williams man also just gone too soon he's also dead they're also both dead legends man. think about that this is and kind of this along the same vein of like when i listen to lincoln park you know, their lead singer killed himself. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. when I listen back, I'm like, it's a cry for help the entire time. And then when <laughs> I see Robin Williams, I'm like, this art is from so much pain and yeah. sadness. Yeah. What was that movie where he was the, the he, he wasn't a doctor, but he would put on like a clown nose. And oh, and now I people happy. can't remember it. Mm-hmm. I just had it in my head. Now I can't remember. A Requiem for a Dream. That's right, dude. Yes. <laughs> Those kids had dreams and, you know. He was their requiem. No, it's definitely it's not. Definitely dude, that movie not. is so fucked up, dude. This <laughs> <laughs> is the movie I thought of. Uh, but <laughs> in, actually, I found this out <clears throat> with about Robin Williams today. Oh yeah. Uh, he actually like yes, he had depression and he struggled with some substance stuff, but it was he developed dementia later on in life, and that's oh. why he killed himself. Oh really? Yeah. Robin Williams. Yeah, he wasn't like distraught his entire career. Patch like, Adams. Patch Adams. Adams. Oh, Thank yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, he wasn't like distraught his entire career or anything. Brain literally was deteriorating. And I uh, don't know if that made it worse because he wasn't depressed the whole time he was being funny or, or if that's just way more sad in a completely different way. I think sadness is just sadness when it comes to that guy. You know what? I was getting sad and then I remembered I am an American still. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> should we, should, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Raj, man. He also fought in Vietnam. Apparently we're talking about people who fought in Vietnam. Dude, that generation, honestly, is just like, I'm going to see the worst thing I can possibly see as a human and then go have a kid's show. It's almost <laughs> as if they were forced to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The draft. Yes, of course. Oh. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Rogers, he was also, he was on the same network as, uh, as Bob Ross on PBS. Uh, he's just kind old man. Yeah. That's his whole thing, you know? Yeah. The whole like believing in, in the viewer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They have that, that same thing going. Yeah. That same like idea, like just pushing forth and like just became an icon. I feel like not because of the things he did, but because of like just kind of the person he was. Mm. I feel like that's true for all of these people, Bill Nye in a more negative sense, uh, but all these people really are remembered as personalities less of, like, the things they did, you know? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. We should also probably mention PBS as well, Public Broadcast Television Station. Uh, It is a nonprofit channel. It gets 15% of its budget from Uncle Sam himself. Big Gov. Big Gov, dude. Yeah. And and this this is kind of like PBS is an interesting space because Bob Ross, his show is not the thing that he's most famous for was basically just an ad. 
for the thing that made him money, which yeah. was selling paintbrushes, teaching classes, going on the road, being Bob Ross. Mm-hmm. And so public television, he wasn't getting paid anything for those shows. Yeah. They have no budget. Yeah. Like, he was just pushing them out because they were the station that would take his show. Mm. You know? Mm. You know what was interesting? Uh, we had this point about PBS. I was doing a little more, like, deep diving. Mm-hmm. And I guess it started out as a public access show, which I didn't understand what that was. Did a little deep dive into the old public access. And I guess it's just, like, uh, it's a way for anybody to make a show. It's, it was basically YouTube before we had YouTube. Mm. Oh, you could yeah. make a show you put out there. There's no ads, so there's no, like... I don't know, worry about the content, really. I don't know if they had restrictions. I'm sure you couldn't get, like, you couldn't fuck oh, on yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Public ask- access television. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I think that's where it got its start. That was his uh, first place. And I just, I don't, I don't even understand it. I mean, I guess I do because we have YouTube now, but. They, uh, there's a, a thing. KPAO in <gasps> Omaha, the Omaha live comedy show. Oh, shit, dude. That is public access. Lavetti Veggie, right? Yeah, Lavetti Veggie is doing Shouts out, Lavette. Yeah. But nuts. so it's still going on, public as- access, access. Yeah, public access kiss that hap- is still <laughs> happening. For it's basically, yeah, it's just low budget. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, Wayne's World in that, they had a public access television show. Oh. That's what Wayne's World was. Yeah. I just never Bang. understood this concept. When it was yeah. they were talking about public access, I was like, what the fuck is it this, It is dude? wild. It yeah. is a wild thing that you're like, I'm just going to go put a show on TV. Yeah. I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was it? Dude, that's an insane idea to bring up. Imagine walking into a boardroom and be like, what if we had a channel where just anyone? Anybody. Yeah. Grandmas, <laughs> lawyers, kids. They're like, if someone wants to teach someone how to, like, karate chop a board correctly, we'll yeah. give them 30 minutes. Yep. We'll yeah. give them 30 minutes. So funny. If Dude. an intensely savage soldier decides to take a turn in his life and <laughs> paint for people... Put it up there. We'll put it up there. We'll yeah. toss it up. We'll, yeah. we'll throw them on, dude. Yeah, why yeah. not? Why not, dude? <laughs> Joyful. Do you uh, Do you guys have any fond memories of, like, uh, PBS shows? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, I might cable. have I had cable. Oh. I didn't get to watch them. Oh, <laughs> dude. dude. The only time I me. did watch them is when I stayed at my mom's best friend's house, who was a Christian. Yeah, that Follett's. was my mom, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Follett's. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, we'd ben stay Follett. there, and then we'd watch shitty cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yes, your house is bigger, but I have the cooler TV, so I don't oh. know. Rather be at home right now. Wow, dude. That's You're fair. fucking too good for PBS. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Well, hey, why don't you just uh, take the headphones off, put the microphone down. Us poor kids over here will have a yeah, conversation, I guess. Yeah, take it away from <laughs> yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, PBS, poor broadcasting service. <laughs> yeah, poor. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you try to watch PBS, someone comes to your house and make sure you're using food stamps. <laughs> <laughs> Is at least one of your parents unemployed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. Oh, you want to you want to watch Arthur and your dad doesn't do meth? Good luck, kid. <laughs> uh, but dude, there was there was like a Benny Bumps. I know you said there was that show. Oh, What's uh, it? Uh, Zoom. Zoom. Dude, big classic. You don't remember Zoom? Give me the rundown. Zoom. It was like a, to be honest, I don't really remember what it was. It was a a lot of kids. It involved a lot of jumpsuits and and a lot of bright colors. Bright colors, a lot of like changing camera angles. They were moving around wild. Yeah. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Yeah. And it was basically just like, this is what an equation is. Zoom, zoom, zoom. And then they're like, and now we're kicking it over to Red Girl. And then Red Girl would pop on and be like, this is what an English word is. And then they'd be like, and we're kicking it over to social studies guy. And he's like, America is not as good as you think it is. (laughs) We did a lot of shitty things in the past. Whoops. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) And then they were like, zoom, away from this conversation. We avoid it. Yeah, dude. That's That's a class. I would say that's a classic. Yeah. It's just high octane teaching kids shit, you know? Yeah. The way it should be. Yeah. Like, keep your attention. Hey, look over, over here. here. Oh, look over here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look away. Don't look away. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Uh, when then there was uh there was Austin City Limits, dude. Oh, dude. That's a favorite for me. That's a high school favorite, actually. Oh, for real. This is when Benny found the bud. Oh. I, dude, I would go out and get just absolutely roasty toasty with my friends. In a private bud session. Yeah, you get fucking stunned. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd come home, and dude, I think my parents knew. They definitely knew I got caught a couple times. But they would buy me snacks with the intention of me coming home and just gorging on food in the middle of the night. <laughs> my mom was like, 
Dude, and I would come home from college. I'm going too deep into it. Dude, here. go. But I'd come back from college, and she would have, like, miniature personal pizzas in the freezer. Shut just the anticipating that I would come home in the middle of the night after, like, seeing my friends or whatever and just eat, just shovel food in the middle of the night. And we'd wake up in the morning, and she'd be like, Ben, you didn't eat any pizzas. And, all, I mean, I didn't say it, but all there was to say was, oh, I didn't get stoned last night. So, <laughs> But to bring it back, dude, to bring it back, they would just give me heli snacks, and I would get home. There'd be, like, whatever snacks in the freezer, pizzas, grapes. They would give me grapes when I was trying to get healthy. Mm-hmm. And on the television was Austin City Limits, which was – it's a it's a, um, a music festival down in Austin, yeah, a yeah. real live festival. A lot of people go to it, well-known, but they record the whole thing and put out entire sets of bands. Oh. So I'd just be high out of my mind, sitting on the couch, watching Steve Martin play the banjo for about 45 minutes, and I'd get inspired. Dude, you fuck know? yeah. You'd see Mumford and Sons, and you'd be like, shit, dude, dude. I'm trying to play <laughs> folk, man. I'm trying to play folk. You buy a banjo, and you never learn how to play it. <laughs> so this is why that's you own so a banjo? Yeah, banjo? that's so this interesting to know this backstory now. <laughs> 100% why I own a banjo is because of Austin City Limits. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we should then dive into Bob Ross. Ethan, mm-hmm. what what are your, like, early Bob Ross memories? Like, become aware of the man. I, w- I didn't fully become aware. I didn't sit down to watch my first episode of Bob Ross until I was 24 at Storm Cellar. So oh, I'd wow. never seen an episode. I knew who he was because of like pop culture references. Mm. And I think there was a Taco Bell commercial maybe yeah. of Bob Ross. Mm. So I saw the Taco Bell commercial before I ever saw the live actual. Ah, this is just so nice here. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Happy Ooh, little trees. Yeah. Yes. Or, mm. uh, happy accident. I say I that. I think that's. That's a good one. Is that a that thing is. Bob Ross says? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 It's a big one. Yeah. What about that's you? it. What about you, Benny Bones? Dude, yeah, I have a similar experience. I uh, found it, as I said before, in college, getting stoned with the pals, you know? Good old Bobby Ross, keeping you entertained. Oh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. So it, it's, I just have this weird feeling of, like, we have this nostalgia for this, at least I do, for this time in my life when I was just leaving home, going to school. But really, that was Netflix just bringing back somebody else's nostalgia yeah. From whenever it first yeah. happened. I've got nostalgia for nostalgia here, man. It, it, <laughs> it truly is. Yeah. It feels weird to have nostalgia for the guy. Because I'm the same as you guys. Like, I didn't see Bob Ross until he showed up on Netflix. But I always was aware of him. Yeah. And, like, thought of him fondly, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was ne- it was never like a who is that or what's that guy do. It was always just like, that's Bob Ross. He's the oh. painter guy. Dude, I totally lied. I have to, you know, I just, oh. I'm an honest guy. Yes. I have to keep it honest, all right? Yes. So my band teacher in high school, just have a memory. He was kind of a, he, he wasn't a stoner, I don't think, at the time, but he had the vibes. You know, he played in bands, he's got long hair, all that stuff. And he would show us Bob Ross. I'm remembering, like, the last two years of band, anytime there was, like, a movie day or something, yeah, or we yeah. just finished a concert, Bob Ross. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude. They'd make us watch fucking music movies. Oh, yeah, that was my mom. She was a choir teacher. You can't take a fucking... (laughs) We can't take a day off of fucking music. Carney High School band program. Whoa, dude, jeez. You guys are just that committed. The fucking grind. Mm. God damn. What uh, what did you guys like (laughs) like about him? Just the chill. You like that? The chill of it. You like Mm -hmm. that shit? I love that shit, Poppy. I love that shit, Poppy. Yeah. Yeah, I think the chill as well. I think I touch on this later, but uh, the reason I think it was so good watching Stoned is it was just, like, comforting. It was just, mm-hmm. like, soothing. You could not pay attention to it, but it was just there for you. Yeah. Which I think is why at the Storm Cellar, Jackie puts it on. I have one of those in real life today that's called Everybody Feed... Or Somebody Feed Phil. Every That's, like, my go-to. Like, that show just... It feels like I'm hanging out with, like, my dad. Mm. Or my, like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, the yeah. vibe of just like chilling. Yeah. You know, wholesomeness. No, you, you can literally be in a conversation, catch five seconds of it, and be like, I'm not lost at all. And yeah. then just hop right back into yeah. whatever you're doing. Yeah. Easy, soothing, mm-hmm. wholesome. 100%. Yeah. Dude. God damn, dude. That's a, that's a fucking good groundworks. I agree with Ben in Ben Weber in that sense of like, he's very, he's, he, he became, once he came to Netflix and he got reintroduced, and all of a mm. sudden we had a place to put all this misplaced nostalgia. That was just floating around. We were able to put it on something. He is definitely someone that 
I routinely will go to a show. Mm. Routinely, we'll click on Bob Ross. Just play it. Why just not? Put it on. Yeah. Just put it on TV. You know. And I don't think he had. He definitely had no idea that that would be the case. Yeah, I'm sitting here hearing that for the first time and thinking he never intended. Yeah, <laughs> he no. never. He never wanted his show to be like the best fucking background noise of all time. Yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he probably wanted it to take off and then get picked up by like huge networks or whatever. But well, it was it was all about the the seminars. Yeah, and I think we'll we'll probably get into that uh, in the timeline here, but. Yeah, it was always just like a, a way to promote those. Yeah. And yeah. then you would teach people in person how to paint. And I mean, pretty much uh, that we should get into kind of the weeds of Bob Ross, how he came to be, how he came to be the smooth, silver-tongued painting savant. Yeah, he's like oh. a, he's like, he is like a lullaby. He, dude, Bob Ross yeah. is like, okay, get in my arms and I'm about to cradle you to fucking bed baby yeah dude <laughs> yeah dude and this cradle never falls out of the tree oh <laughs> dude, if it does it just paints another tree it just <laughs> to, to <laughs> catch it yeah <laughs> oh, got you there don't worry uh, almost just fell happy little axe dude sometimes when i'm watching him it's like you're watching it like the the foundation and then it switches from foundation background painting to like oh fuck actual detail like mm. crucial deep. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's like you're like, oh, it nothing. It goes from like nothing. To something so fast sometimes. You mm -hmm. don't even realize it's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. He's just like. And you're like, that's how. What? 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 Bob, yeah. get out of here. How? How is there not like the director like, get out of here, Bob. <laughs> One of the staff is always like, I don't get it. I don't fucking get how he does it. Just you some. Be fucking kidding me, man. <laughs> some boom guy has been on the job for like three years and he's like, God. Every time those mountains catch me by surprise, god damn it. <laughs> Bob, you son of a bitch. He steps into frame. He's like, whoa, oh, shit. Do you know what I think he says at the end of every time Bob Ross would do a painting? Do you know what I think the guy says? What's that? Crushed it! That's what <laughs> I think he says. <laughs> Dude, imagine that. Imagine that in the background of a Bob Ross. Like he gets some painting. <laughs> and he's like, bro, crushed it! <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Dude, that's uh, what Bob is missing, a bro-y attitude, dude. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Holy shit. Yes. But and speaking of bro-y attitude, he did grow up in Florida. Ooh, the yeah. broiest of all states. Yeah, he's total bro, dude. Surfer bro. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, was uh, interested in painting at a young age. I think he would paint, uh, if I remember right, like pans. They were like, that you would pan for gold mm -hmm. with. That yeah, was yeah, like yeah. his niche. In the beginning, he would paint little pans like that. Yeah, decorative pans. Yeah, like, and they were similar paintings to what he did. Yeah. You know, with the joy of painting, but... He literally painted, like, if you've ever been to uh, your grandma's house, the shit she hangs on the walls. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he was just like, I'll take that and make it better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll give it a reason to hang you on the wall. You should know? throw this away, but now it's a painting and you have to keep it. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, keep hoarding it. Um, but yeah, that yeah. so close to home. You guys <laughs> oh, have no fucking idea. <laughs> Let's go, dude. But uh, but yeah, grew up in Florida. Uh, he dropped out of school in the ninth grade to start working with his dad, who was a carpenter. So always working with his hands, Bobby. Bobby always a hand guy. Yeah. You know, Bobby Even hands. Bobby hand job is what until <laughs> until a hand job became sexual. Then it was. Oh, I see what you yeah. mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was just a job with his hands. Yes, until and then he discovered. Like, yeah, yeah, Bobby hands. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, he was Bobby Hands until he cut off one of his fingers working <laughs> as a carpenter, actually, you believe it or not. Then he became Bobby Little Less of Hands. Yeah, Bobby <laughs> Mostly Hands. <you> know? <laughs> Bobby one time wasn't too great with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Bobby. And yeah, he was always kind of a caring guy, that same vibe that, uh, that we kind of have from watching the TV show. Yeah, yeah. He always had this caring vibe about him. His parents would say that he would... Just pick up any injured animal, so like squirrels. Oh my god, that's I saw fucking it. so cute. It's so cute, dude. That is there's, so cute. There's a video of him with a fox that was injured and oh was very god. young, and it's just like playing with him and licking his cheek, and it's just like, <laughs> is he a Disney princess? Is this <laughs> motherfucker a legit Disney princess? A hundred percent, dude. Dude, he sounds like the nicest guy. Yeah, dude, that Honestly. sounds like. And the fro is so disarming, like. 
<laughs> if I saw like him with like a regular haircut, like if he looked like one of us, mm-hmm. and he was just that nice, I'd be like, something's creepy here. Something's, something's going on here. Right, the he's literally in the afro is so disarming. Think it's about like, this. He literally is the opposite of a serial killer as a kid. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Serial god, killers are always like opposite. they murdered. He's taking care of all the animals that Ted Bundy didn't yeah, get. Exactly. <laughs> all the animals that got away from Bundy ran straight to Ross. They were like <laughs> little woodland creatures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts singing and <laughs> send her out. Come to me, my what sweet, is that one? sweet yeah. squirrel. Sleeping Beauty. Ah, uh, the old yeah. buttes. That's the right. old buttes. I never actually saw that one. Damn. Classic though, but um, yeah, he did care for those injured animals. You know, he was just a caring guy. Those were his vibes. Um, but yeah, drafted to school in the ninth grade, ends up joining the army at eighteen, and finds himself in Alaska. He gets moved to Alaska as soon as he gets in, and that was a, a big inspiration for a lot of the paintings he did later in his life. Was his time in Alaska? He did a lot of landscapes, a lot of mountains, a lot of trees, pine trees. Yeah, and that was one of the points I saw in the videos. Is he was always painting pines. Paint pines. You know, he's a pine painter. It's just he's what it pine is. Pine painting partner. But he didn't paint a lot of palms, okay? Because Not he grew up in the old FL. Mm-hmm. He gets you it. Just, you just get sick of him. Yeah. You're just tired of him. And yeah. honestly, there's just a majestic beauty to a pine. You've seen yeah. one. You've seen one palm. You've seen them all. Yeah. You've seen one pine. Holy shit, coniferous, bro. <laughs> Show me another pine. You got cones on you, bitch. Oh shit, dude. Let me step on that barefoot. Dog. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, you're sappy, broad. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit me with that sticky icky, baby. Yeah, <laughs> those little berries that you definitely can't eat, but you always think, could I eat those? <laughs> and they <laughs> smell <Fun>. real good. <sighs> But yeah, uh, Petey Pines, they called him. Ah, uh, shucks. <laughs> but, uh, but Bobby, he was big into, yeah, painting the, the landscapes. And uh, it, was, it was a tribute to his time in Alaska. And while he was there, actually took a painting class, his very first painting class. And of course, he had already been painting. But that was kind of like a moment, a turning point in his life, where he's doing this army thing. He takes the class and Im- immediately is inspired. And apparently the teacher was kind of blown away by him. The, the teacher other was like, you should teach this. Actually, do you want to... Uh, I don't even know what I'm doing. You want to take over? <laughs> Could you... Would you actually? And he kind of did. Apparently, the other students would just, like, stop painting and come watch him. That was, like, a big thing that would happen. They were yeah. just like, fuck what I'm doing, dude. Look at Bob over there. He's like, they were, yeah, dude. Honestly, probably been, like, never seen pines like that day in my life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Those pines came out of nowhere. God, those pines... <laughs> But, uh, but, yeah, he started uh, earning money selling paintings while he was doing it, and that kind of just overshadowed his military pay. Mm-hmm. So, eventually, he's just like, I'm out. He's done with it. What, what, this is like, what, 70s, 80s yeah, 70s, I think, around the, that time? Yeah, the time that he was getting in there. So, like, let's think about real quick what, when we were growing up, if you were a dude yeah, and you painted landscapes, and you were, you know, us. Yeah. We'd get made fun of, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So do you think he got made fun of by all those Army dudes, all those Air Force guys out in Alaska? And he's, like, painting. They're like, oh, Bob, you got to go what? You got to go paint again? You're going to go paint? <laughs> Dude, do you, are you sure Pussy. you have sky blue, Bob? Yeah. <laughs> For those landscapes you're doing later? <laughs> Pussy. Dude. Weak. <laughs> what, are you going to go deal with your emotions in a healthy way? Yeah. Boring. <laughs> We're going to go get drunk with Eskimos, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> probably start a fight. Yeah, we might find an elk and kill that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> with Man teeth. shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, and this tree right here is a really happy one here. This is how to use to escape all the fucking assholes back at base on this one. He's <laughs> <laughs> still doing the show. <laughs> he's just always been doing it. He's, uh, it's, it's how he's always painted. <laughs> But, uh, but, yeah, so he gets out of the military. He's still paying. He's doing a great job. And uh, while he's doing this, while he's, like, learning and kind of selling paintings, he discovers this TV show called The Magic of Oil Painting. Similar name. I know. <laughs> we'll get into it. But the guy on the show is basically doing exactly what Bob's show eventually became. He was just uh, mm. I think he was German. He had a very strong accent. Uh, his name yeah. was Bill Alexander. William Alexander. William. William Alexander. And he would just... uh, The magic of oil painting. (laughs) It is magical. Mm, It is. It is. He he had this unique style that he would do 
called Wet on Wet, dude. Oh, <laughs> was, yeah. tell me more, Benjamin. More, 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 more. That sounds like the kind of painting where you get some shit on your shirt. Yeah. And if you have shit on your shirt, you know what you could use? What? You could use a little bit of oxycaline. Oh. <laughs> Too bad Billy's dead. Oh, Billy Mays. <laughs> oh, he's Man. there with oh. us. Billy. <laughs> 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 I hear you, but I can't see you, Billy. Billy, Billy where are you? Big City Sliders, where at, Billy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god is that all he can say <laughs> pumpkin spice lattes have only been back for a week and we're already on to ghosts dude god. we're already on to ghosts could you imagine billy mason on punky spice dude oh my god billy mays and we we did shoehorn in that new drop we have on the board so we can keep going now 100 <laughs> dude billy alexander though um yeah so he he had this unique style of painting called wet on wet wet on wet wet on wet that and sounds uh, like a cardi b song <laughs> 100% dude It was naughty too <laughs> Featuring Bill Alexander <laughs> And that's kind of why it didn't take off It was naughty But his voice was kind of abrasive Yeah It was like Incredible painting And the same way Bob did It was like fast just, Yeah You know uh, A lot of people would take a lot of time painting And in this method You're just like fuck it Just move on Just make the thing Just move on as fast as you can And there's unique things about it You know for the painters out there Basically the technique is you put a base layer of white paint down, which then you can work over instead of just a dry canvas. And that's kind of the wet on wet. You've mm -hmm. got wet paint down, and then you're putting wet paint on top of that. <sighs> and, uh, and yeah, that was kind of the, the style that he used. Real quick painting, within 30 minutes, same as Bobby. And he's inspired. Bob is just like, this is incredible. I need to learn these techniques. Yeah, and Bob has a silky smooth voice. That can take it, because just to, just to let everyone know, happy accidents uh, in German. Uh, so whenever Bill Alexander would say it, he would say, Gluckenanfall. 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 And that doesn't bring the same warm, forgiving yeah. feeling yeah. as... Yes, you would. It's okay. Bill would make a little mistake, but it wasn't a mistake. And he'd he be would like, say it was a... Gluckenanfall. <gasps> Which is, it didn't, you know, people didn't receive it quite yeah. as well. But yeah, he loved this style and wanted to learn it. So he sought out Billy Alexandes, who yeah. turned out to be in his home state of FL, the old Florida. Mm -hmm. And uh, he moved back down there, started learning from him. He taught him everything he knew. Oh, so our German pal was a mentor, per se. He was, like, okay. taught him everything that Bobby, well, not everything. He was painting before him. Yeah, yeah. there's a little bit of natural ability there. But 100%. a lot of the, like, TV persona came from probably these this time with Bill. Exactly. And he enjoyed the show. So he was like, yeah. I have a more soothing voice, as Benny P said, and I think I could do it better. So, um, yeah, he, he finds this. He learns these techniques. They end up beefing later on in life. Of course. Because drug painting, I mean, who the fuck remembers Bill Alexander? Yeah. Yeah. We're not talking Happy about his Netflix show. Accidents. Exactly, <laughs> dude. And, uh, and yeah, it's it's kind of a sad truth of the story. Mm -hmm. But uh, but I I don't know. In my opinion, Bob kind of went off and did his own thing. So he had a little Steve Jobs in him. A little bit, maybe. He's a little bit of Bob Jobs. A little maybe. bit of Bob Jobs. You got to have the vision. You've got you know? do. That's just what it is. And also, I feel like if you if you really look at it, I mean, Bill's show was germ was probably was it in America or was it in German? It, he was speaking in English, so I huh. think it was oh, American. It was a public access show as well. Well, but fuck him either way. We like Bob Ross more. Yeah, percent, dude. <laughs> and what. It, what it turned out being, there was this is a painting style called Alla Prima, and it's been since like 15th century around. So mm -hmm. this guy can go pioneer that exactly. A little hooker. The yeah. only thing he really came up with was Glockenufel. Yeah, Glockenufel. And Bob was like, I can say it better. Happy accidents. And that was it. But that was his thing. Oh, say it again. <laughs> I don't even want to try She's like, it. she's like falling asleep as she's saying the second word. Oh, <laughs> Unfälle. Yeah, and that word you have to fall asleep in the middle of it to pronounce it correctly. That's the dialect from German <laughs> that we're in. It's half asleep. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, so that was really the only thing he stole was happy accidents. Yeah. Calling them, you know, happy little trees, happy little accidents. Mm -hmm. Which I mean, honestly, that's what people. That's what you knew him for, Ethan. You were yep. saying happy accidents, so. Yeah, Maybe he did rip him. No I don't know. No such thing as mistakes. But uh, but yeah, he ended up teaching classes, so he didn't go right into the t TV thing. But he took this method and started doing classes of his own, similar to what Billy was doing, 
And he was like a star. People loved it. This woman, Annette Kowalski, actually went to go find Billy Alexandy and take a class from him. And he was unavailable. She finds Bob Ross. And she's like, who's this magical creature? Yeah. Who is this magical Could creature? It's Bob Ross. It's Bob fucking Ross, dude. B effing R. Yeah. And she ends up being like his partner. She and her husband mm-hmm. get together with him and they kind of create Bob Ross Incorporated. They they grab Bob Ross and they're like, You've got something special. Let's put it out there yeah. for the world. And and literally that's what they do. They literally just they put him on TV, his personality takes over. Whatever Annette saw in him, she was spot on mm-hmm. with the money and they basically create an empire out of this. Mm-hmm. And they basically, they did this Bob Ross method is what basically what it is. Everything he is famous for now was basically an advertisement, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. And he would, he would paint three, ep- three pictures every episode. Yeah. Not a lot of people know. One is for the rehearsal, one is for the taping, and one is for photographers so he can put it in a book and sell it. So like mm. everything is being directed to the show's making no money, everything in the show points to the stuff that makes money. Mm. Uh, and he didn't really even want to be a famous painter. He just loved what he did, and he stayed under the radar for, like, most of his stuff. He was fine not being seen as, like, this crazy, innovative, you know, painter of his generation. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to fucking do his shit, man. And, I mean, I don't know. How do you guys feel about that, like, type of method that he used to develop and become Bob Ross, like, in the 70s, you know? Mm. I mean, I'm into it. I think it was a it was a cool thing. The whole like encouraging people, anybody can paint. Yeah, type yeah. Thing. I like that. You know, because yeah. honestly, I feel like when I watch those, I'm like, oh, I could fucking dab a little here and line a little there and spread it out there. I could fucking make a mountain, dude. You could, and I could toss a pine tree on it. One hundred percent, you could. I yeah. feel like. I mean, do you have any thoughts on the Bob Ross method? The chiller it is the cooler it is. Mm-hmm. And that's the lesson I take away from Mr. Bobby Ross. He was yeah. so cool. You know, <laughs> so because you're so chill and just like, hey, man, everything's all right. Just I just want to do paintings. Just come along for the ride, dude. Just don't worry. Just get in the car. I'll take you there. Yeah. That's what I, that's. That's shit you like? Deep, yeah. Like Damn, that. dude. <clears throat> I, th- I agree. I think the method that he took was awesome. It, it was never... He didn't set out to become the figure he became, and I feel like that's why he did end up becoming that guy. Because mm. uh, he is an icon, and he did have an effect on society. That's just facts. I mean, his kind demeanor definitely uh, played a role. I mean, it was said that he made the conscious choice uh, to go into every taping and talk as if he was talking to, like, one person. Mm-hmm. He, like, directly to one person always, yeah. as if he was teaching a one-on-one class, which is just, like, super cool for him you know what he did like that definitely bleeds through and then also kind of like to what you said benny bumps he made you believe you could do it oh yeah like i i cannot paint worth shit i'm yeah. not i can't draw paint anything but when i watch bob ross i do 100 percent go you put a canvas in front of me right now motherfucker i'm painting I'm happy wet. trees Thanks. i'm wet on wet dude dude yeah. Fucking wet on <laughs> wet, wet. Wet on wet, stroke on stroke, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Yeah. Dude, you literally, you you have you have to have a guy like Bob Ross teaching and selling art stuff, too, because, like, there's no tutorial. Like, yeah, that's the other aspect of the show. Like, the fact, like, we all talk about, it like, oh, dude, wouldn't it be quirky if we all, like, did a bot, like, put on Bob Ross and painted a Bob Ross painting? Back then, it like literally served the purpose of teaching you how to paint because there's no YouTube. Right. You'd have mm-hmm. to either buy a book, catch a class, or you know, fucking see it on TV. Dude, people were giving away the secrets, and you and Bob Ross was giving away the secrets, and I'm sure other artists were like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" Yeah, he's just telling everyone, he's telling everybody how their shit works. Yeah, bro. dude. He's <laughs> bur- now my shit means nothing. Yes, dude. People who like you ma- match Bob Ross with. Any amount of basic painting skill and enough hard work, you can make good paintings too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 100%, dude. I mean, Bob Ross is the kind of guy that, like, uh, y- after he tells the secrets, everyone's like, all our trees are a little less happy now. You know? <laughs> 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 oh, man. <laughs> dude, just a regular tree. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Bob Ross taught everyone if every tree's happy, no trees are happy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you guys ever gone to like one of those classes, like a pottery, acting, piano, karate? Like, I, I, it's a crazy concept to me, maybe because of COVID and like the times <laughs> we live in. Yeah. But the idea of going to a place to learn a class 
is foreign to me. Yeah, I took a Did ceramics you? class in college. Is that wait ceramics? Is that pot? pottery? Pottery. Maybe. Oh. I'm talking about footing. Dude, okay, you got central with it. Yeah, huh? you got to get that footing just right. Okay, <laughs> and then that glaze, which doesn't look like the actual <laughs> color it's gonna be, but you just gotta remember that. Okay, mm. you know, it's it was like a lot of hard work, and I didn't have any passion for it. Really? Did you make? What did you do? Like vases, bowls? Well, one time, yeah. I mean, I made a shitty bowl. One, t- the best, <laughs> thing, <laughs> the best thing I made, the absolute best thing I ever made was a <laughs> was like an elephant head that was supposed to hold my vapes. So I crafted this elephant head, and it looked. I have like a little bit of artistic ability in me. Wow! And I crafted this elephant head, and it looked decent. And then I just left it after the semester was over. I was just like, I don't give a fuck about any of this. <laughs> I don't even want the kit. I don't have the kit to the day to this day that I, you had to get for the class. You know, damn. The second just the class was over, you're like, I can stop lying to myself that I give a shit about any of this. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you nailed it, dude. The more I thought about it while we were writing, the more I'm like, that is a really cool way to pick up a hobby. Yeah. You know, like I maybe we should bring back going to classes and shit because like that is a fun way i feel like to go start up a new thing i think they exist still they have to be yeah Can you there imagine? was a like an art center in my hometown and yeah, that's yeah. where you go there would just be like a list of classes you could sign up for i always wanted to do ceramics you fucking son of a bitch dude <sighs> but i was next door in the oil painting class because you had to do oil painting before you could take ceramics you had to Yep, and it was so boring, I just never took ceramics. That's a fucking thing, dude. That's the fucking thing. I can't be forced into a class. I want to fucking find a fucking, uh, like, a model aircraft group hobby class. That'd be fun as fuck. That'd That'd be be fun as fuck, dude. Uh, And then, yeah, he was was an artist that really just had, like, no pretentiousness to him. He didn't have that Mm. pretentious, this art is beyond. It was, no, this art is everyone's. This yeah. art should be everyone's, yeah. and it is, you know? I feel like that is what solidifies Bob Ross as an icon and clearly shows how he had such a great effect on pop culture and society even today. Mm. Uh, but it wasn't all sunshine and butterflies for Mr. Ross. <laughs> Poor Bobby. Shit gets crazy when money is involved, dude. It gets real. Kowalski, you remember her. Uh, uh, yes, Kowalski status report. Kowalski status report. <laughs> His longtime business partner who discovered him. Uh, she got very, like, territorial, and she started kind of seeing his demeanor and personality mixed with his style of teaching, and she saw that as something that could be very marketable and just kind of hopped on. And maybe it was good intentions at the beginning. We're going to help this guy out. He's going to help mm. us out. We have this partnership. And but they did to her in her defense. They invested like all of their life savings. Bob didn't really have mm-hmm. money, I don't think, at the time. But the Kowalskis, uh, Annette and her husband, put in all their money, so they were all in on Bob Ross. Yeah. So in the beginning, I think it was good intentions. Good intentions. And the other thing, speaking of this, is Bobby Ross had some swagger about him. Oh, it's a bit of a flirt. You some know? secret swag. Yeah, and I think he and Annette. It's a it's a little bit speculated on. She denies it. But it was pretty well known that those two, during, you know, the Bob Ross method, were <laughs> getting methodical in the old bedroom. Yeah, you know damn. What I'm dude, yeah. He was painting her with his pine. Yeah, you know, yeah. Kowalski over there. Dude, <laughs> god damn. Imagine Bob Ross. Cucking out a Sweet, guy. nice. If Bob oh, Ross, do you think he ever accidentally almost, like, went into that <laughs> back door and he's like, oh, boy, just a happy little accident right there? <laughs> <laughs> dude, that is the fucking thing, dude. He also, like, I know from the documentary, we said his voice was talking to one direct person. It was very sexual. It was, like, known that he, like, purposely kind of talked as he would talk in bed and had a very sexual undertone to everything he did. Just so, just, like, real breathy. Yeah. Oh, no. Now that you think about it with that context, Uh, you're like, I hear it. This is a horny tree. Yeah. (laughs) Ew. It's a really happy tree. Yeah. the sap. Get ready for the sap. Yeah, dude. But um, anyways, the Kowalskis, yeah. They were tight, dog, and she did see something in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. absolutely. 
And uh, and they went a long ways with it. It was all about the seminars, as we were saying before. It was all about these painting seminars and the products and all the stuff they would sell. Basically. Exactly, and that was Bob's thing. Like he really wanted to like sell those products. He was about the classes, and one of the points they were making is it was all about he liked seeing the joy in people's faces when they would realize they could paint too. They'd like mm-hmm. be following along, and he'd see them get excited about like, holy shit, this is actually a good painting, and that's what he liked. Yeah. So he was more about like, I want these people to learn. I want them to buy the product so they go out and learn that they can paint yeah, too. That wholesome thing. Yeah, what if yeah. Bob what if Bob Ross is it sounds like he's a painting pitchman. He's like he's the he's a Billy Mays of paint supplies. Dude, <laughs> and in a way he he really was. He had that wow. charismatic fucking on TV like here's what we do, you know? And he had that like just tangible, palpable fucking charisma to him. Yeah. And then he was just peddling products. Ultimately, everything we know him for, same as everything we know Billy Mays for, peddling products, peddling dude. Peddling that product. 100%, dude. God, that is mm-hmm. what a fucking fun full circle. Yeah. Dude. But, uh, but yeah, as they progress and as the show gets big, people love Bob Ross. Mm-hmm. He becomes kind of an icon. And it starts to become apparent that he's not as about the, like, money business side as the Kowalskis are. And they have this big... I don't know, like possession type feel of yeah. everything that's happened. So a bunch of sad things happen. I don't think we'll go too much into it, but his wife passes away. He ends up getting sick and keeps doing the show. Like he, he has cancer. I think it's a uh, lymphoma mm-hmm. or something like that. And all this time he's sick. He just keeps pumping out episodes. He's like, I want to do as much as we can. Maybe as a way to like not focus on the illness, you know, just kind of yeah keep the last days of his life good. But as that's happening, the Kowalskis are trying to get more and more aggressive with like, hey, give us your name, you know, sign over the rights to your name. And it becomes this big battle. So like the mm-hmm. end of his life is tainted by this fucked up money grab oh by the Kowalskis. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's kind of a sad. And the Kowalskis are still owned Bob Ross Inc. Yeah. Like Bob Ross Inc. is still exists, the company that they started, and they still use his name and face and make all their money off of him to this day. Yeah. It's fucked up, dude. You should, if you haven't seen the documentary that's on Netflix, just like an hour and a half. Yeah. Really interesting. It really covers this Kowalski part of it and how fucked up that yeah. was. And it, it definitely is sad to see, he fi- it is it is tough to find out the story behind such a lovable and happy guy that you just want to see win. Yeah. You know? And to know that the end of his life was spent in such like misery does kind of suck, you know? Yeah. But, you know, that that's just how the, that's how the cookie crumbles. There's no hope. Yeah. No bad. It's all happy accidents. Just you know? a happy thing. Yeah, it's, just just a, it's happy disagreements. <laughs> yeah, just happy, ha- happy, happy disagreement yep. and yep. Uh, marital affairs and yeah. happy, happy, uh, happy all, everything, you know? Yeah, he's got a happy little heir with none of the throne. But yeah, dude. Yeah. And I think the last thing we really need to talk about, and we've, we've mentioned it at the top, his emergence into pop culture mm. and the Netflix show. We talked about how it's great, you know. It's a lo-fi. It's bas- It's like that lo-fi music, you know, put it on the background. It is lo-fi TV, dude, straight up. Literally lo-fi TV, bro. Yeah. And and it was like it was it's so studied that like the ASMR like it's known to help people sleep. His voice is so soothing like a study was done and it does help people sleep to have it on, which yeah. is crazy. Insane. Scientifically proven. And those channels are huge now. ASMR uh-huh. like YouTube channels and stuff. Dude, enormous. They fucking were huge, 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 huge. To tie into like the Netflix thing and then having it on the background in that lo-fi, I do think it is the ultimate. Now that we know that he was talking to one person, now that we know that he was talking all sexual, now that we know that most people watching him are high drunk or they want to fuck yeah. it is the ultimate netflix and chill thing to put on oh yeah <laughs> the ultimate net dude and chill dude dude just imagine bob ross whispering in your ear if you're like stoned or tripping or whatever the fuck you're doing while you have bob ross on which is the, some the idea of a like that's and that's what we would do yeah we would get stoned we would be you know take some mm-hmm. sorry family but some psychedelics uh-huh and we'd put on bobby ross and, dude, the fact that we're just a couple tripping boys, mm-hmm. you know, just all oh, lost in our feelings and what's going on in the world, and here comes Bob Ross. And we just thought he was being this guiding, sweet hand. Yeah. But really, 
Bobby spitting game, dude. <laughs> There's a reason we were perking up in the pants. You yeah, know? dude. <laughs> Bobby wanted you boys to fuck, dude. dude. Secret swag. That secret suggestive swag. Isn't yeah, that dude. weird that the idea that all these like stoners are getting high and then just watching some guy get sensual, dude? Yeah, dude, I'm getting real fruity in there. <laughs> yeah, the trees. You know what I mean? Oh the yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. And the mountains, the 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 rounded mountains and the peaks. You know, oh, those yeah. twin peaks. Those twin peaks <laughs> over a wet lake. On the wet on wet painting style. Oh, and then he, stroke me, Bobby. And just when you thought it was over, mm-hmm. he would fucking do that thing with his paintbrush. Uh, that like, and you're like, oh, fuck. Uh, I'm blasting off. <laughs> <laughs> Hope we don't make a happy accident. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he died, actually. He was hitting paint thinner into the air, and he breathed it in. And mm. It's been speculated that that's what killed him. That's what did? that fucking brush, dude. <laughs> Oh, keep it up, Bob. Uh, everyone <laughs> in the studio told you keep slapping that brush like that, Bob. You're going to get it one of these days, and sure enough. <laughs> Next thing you know, <laughs> Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, dude, I feel like that is his lasting. That will be his lasting effect on us personally. Mm-hmm. If Big you're time. older and you listen to this and you remember the show, that's awesome. I'm sure he did a lot of great things for art. He, he did do a lot of great things for art, I would say. That was one of the things I noticed when you were talking about earlier that he was getting made fun of or whatever yeah. by, like, the Army guys. Him and then another guy in the show that was, like, a friend of his or whatever was just talking about, like, oh, yeah, we were both just, and they seem like manly, like, 70s men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They seem like manly men. He's like, we discovered we were, both of us were into painting. Mm-hmm. And they just talked about it so nonchalantly that I was like, is painting cool? Yeah. Was this like rock and roll at one point where it was rock and roll painters, man? <laughs> Fucking brrr, slap that thing, dude. And then just wow, wow. All yeah, the crazy 70s painting stories. Yeah. Yeah, dude. One time we did a <laughs> bunch of blow and then we were just painting our fucking brains out dude and i don't know bob ross was fucking cleaning his paintbrush i was fucking this chick on the side there <laughs> and i don't know we captured the whole thing on canvas <laughs> yeah what i mean maybe it is maybe we're all just insecure about painting maybe that's what it is maybe we're the problem yeah no. i mean i did i took that oil painting class for a reason i was yeah. interested you were trying to get puss i was dude <laughs> yeah yeah. Let's go. But whoever taught yeah. that class, I bet you they didn't have centrally smooth and chilling tones of mm. Bobby Ross. Yeah. Dude, I will say this. My art teacher in high school, I can't even remember her name now, but I know she smoked with a few select students. She, I'm pretty sure she's no longer an art teacher, if yeah. I'm being honest. But she was also rad, and it was kind of dope. She would like what? She would like smoke with other students. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. But I'm I mean, sure highly she, irresponsible, yeah, but, but she, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was so chill, too. I can't remember her fucking name, though, but... Uh, probably the, for the better, if we're being uh, honest. Yeah, like a little red, <laughs> a little bit hot. Yeah. You know, I was definitely paying attention. Yeah, that's know? for goddamn sure, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, I mean, that kind of marks the end of what Bob Ross is to us. I have a couple uh, wrap-up questions before we get out of here. Uh, is Bob Ross a famous artist, or is he just a famous person to you? Like I think there's a reality where he can be both. Um, mm-hmm. In a like in a, I guess I can't speculate on how it was in real time while Bob Wa- Ross was alive. You know, I don't know if he, if he was um, like as popular as mm-hmm. we think he was, and maybe mm-hmm. he wasn't. I you guess it, my thing is like, does he go down in history as a personality or as an artist? Maybe not to you specifically, but if your opinion on how people will look at Bob Ross, right? Like is he I a think, Michelangelo? Well, you know, what like I'm a, saying like is a true artist. Yeah, I think yeah. I think we couldn't have the show or the large platform to sell things if he really was not truly an artist. So Bob Ross is an I artist. I think he is an artist. According to I you, I like Ethan. that. What's I your like take? It. I guess in my mind, the personality probably because something we didn't touch on is that as famous as he was and as many paintings as he put out there, they're not like a. I mean, they're sought after. People definitely mm-hmm. want a Bob Ross, but he's not, like, in the painting community or on the yeah. circuit of, like, getting his paintings put up in a museum. A museum. Yeah. 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 It's like the Kowalskis own all of them. They have them in boxes just in their office. Yeah. They're not, like, a special thing. And they probably could make money off them. Speaking of the money grab, just fucking sell them, dude. Yeah, dude. Let people have Bob Rosses. They but would be so many. They would make so much fucking money. Honestly, dude. 
I don't know. I definitely take the side today is just more of a personality than he mm. is an artist. Obviously, Bob Ross, the man was an artist. He did create art. But as far as how we see him, I think it will just be a personality. Yeah. And uh, guys, that's a fucking episode. That is an episode. Thank Woo! you so much for listening. Uh, this has been a, another fantastic episode of, oh, yeah, the podcast about stories that make you go, oh, yeah. You can follow me, one of your hosts, Benny Putz, on Instagram at Benny Putz or on Twitter at Benny underscore Putz or on TikTok at, oh, yeah, Benny P. You can find me on Instagram at Ethan underscore Abramson. My TikTok is the same handle. Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Ben.web.er. That's and on TikTok at Benjamin Webb. Hell yeah, guys. Well, hey, thank you so much yeah. for listening, everyone. Thanks. Go like us on Spotify. Follow us on Apple. Leave a review. Tell a friend. All the good stuff. This was fantastic. And uh, yeah, hope to fucking hear your ear, have your ears again next week. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Happy little accidents. Love you so much. Miss, miss you. You little cutie patooties. Clean your room. Glad we all got that. Clip it. Clip <laughs> yeah, dude. I just didn't want to do it. I just didn't want to do it over anybody. Uh.